Hey everyone, it is March 9th, 2022. Uh, what a weird time, Dave. And I wonder for you if you get this. My kids are going to Guatemala on Friday. That is wild to me that they're going to Guatemala and at, at this age. Yeah, and they're going for two weeks. Yeah. Now, they leave Friday night. Friday afternoon, I'm on a flight to Toronto. So I'm gone from Friday back in the garage a week from tomorrow. Okay. But what a weird week. There's there's changes at my work, which are strange, um, but fine. You know, it happens, yeah. right? Every job changes. But then my kids are going out of town and everything else. And I just, I was thinking about it for you tonight because uh, I talked to my son, Cade, and I go, uh, I go, hey, what'd you do for dinner? He goes, I just went to Subway. And he goes, I was thinking about you because we do Subway a lot. And I was like, oh. I go, well, I'm going down to Dave's. I'll find one. And so I went, you know, Dave, I, for as many times as I've been down to Chula Vista. Yeah. I went to the one across from Southwestern College. Okay. That's more like Bonita. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That's right by Bonita Vista High School. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Just I just typed it in on my phone and it, it sent me over there. And uh, there are two much closer than that from my house. That's so weird because I was like, <laughs> so I came in on Telegraph Canyon. Yeah. I'd probably do this after the show. And that was the one it sent me up to. Oh, that's funny. But like, I'm just sitting there, right? And I think any parent that has a decent relationship with your kids, uh, like I always laugh. I know you laugh too. And people are like, oh man, you, you're such a, you know, good dad, whatever. Like, it's just hanging out with my best friends. Like, it's really not that tough. But I'm sitting there tonight, and I'm like, oh, man, change is coming on the work front. My sons are gone for two weeks. And yeah. you're just like, it just kind of puts you in a funk. And then you realize there are people with real troubles yeah. in the world. And, and you go, all right, shut up and get rolling. But but it just reminds you, like, like never take anything for granted. Because change happens so quickly and so often. Yeah. And... Like if you're if things are going really good, enjoy the moment, man. Right? Like, like everything at work is fine. It's just yeah. changes coming, and my sons will be fine. They'll be back in two weeks, but they, it feels like they're going for two years. And I was just wondering, like when Josh goes back to Nashville, because you guys have that same relationship that I have with Jack and Cade. Are you in a little bit of a funk? Like I know you've gotten used to it because he did it with Riverside no, and Alabama. It's never the same. You always want your kids close to you. I think every parent feels that way. They always yeah. want their kids close to them. And so when anytime I kind of talked to you about this uh, a few weeks ago about the balance part, how there's yeah. balance when you have your kids with you. Cause that's what you're used to. That's what they're used to too. I mean, they might not look at it as far as enjoying the moment and start looking forward to things. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a kid. But when you're a parent, you worry from day one and it just, that's just the way yeah. it goes. It's never like, Hey, at age 18, I can turn it off. You know, whether your yeah. kids are out of the country or at high school or walking home from school, you're going to worry until you hear from them or see them the next time. That's just the way it is. It's crazy. And it's, yeah, it, it, 100%. And you mentioned changes. That's what I kind of keep throwing at you lately is, you know, what happens when they start hanging out with their friends and not you on the weekends? What happens when yeah. they graduate high school and they start moving on in life and find out what they're interested in? And it's not going to include you, you know, because they're looking to establish what their personality is, their life, their interests and work and, and women and everything else that goes with it. Yeah, it's funny, right? It'll definitely be a change. And, and I was talking to him tonight because we do uh, at our at our, my job, we do a quarterly staff meeting. Yeah. 
And Ernie Martinez, who's been with us now for about two months, comes over. Because our HR director and our president speaks, and he probably spoke for a half hour. And Ernie came over laughing. He goes, I've never been in an all-staff meeting where it was so upbeat and positive. Usually, he goes, (laughs) you remember that? It's like, you remember? They just told us we were bums. Yeah. He's like, God, that was great. Like, this is really fun. And by the way, Upper Deck is hiring. So if anybody is... uh, uh, very happy Mark Wilkins from Mad Friars is joining the team. Really? That's awesome. We're excited about that. Ernie Martinez has been there for two months having a blast. So, yeah, if you know anybody who's kind of looking for a gig right now, and and everybody, uh, not Mark Wilkins because he wasn't there yet, but Ernie today uh, got his first employee exclusive card. And nice. It was a signed card from uh, Jonathan Kaminga, the rookie from the Golden State Warriors. Really fun card. And so, yeah, if anybody's looking for a job or a change, drop me a note, and uh, and I'll be happy to put you in oh, contact awesome. with the right people. But, um, yeah, just we were talking about it today because um, I, I they mentioned during the meeting, like, hey, Jeff's been here five yeah. years. Like, Jeff, congratulations. And I was saying to Cade, I go, I remember back to that change, Dave, when uh, I had literally hung out with him every afternoon for seven years. Yeah, picked them up every day, lunch, park, whatever we did, and that was such a dramatic change for me. But you make adjustments, and so yeah, they they know it. But my sons are like, "Well, we know how you get. You'll be fine. We'll watch out for you. Mom won't watch AEW wrestling, so we'll be <laughs> over for that." So no, it's already it's already changed a little bit. But if they have opportunities. To go to the movies or go to a game with friends, I always encourage them to do it. Yeah. They had a bonfire a couple of weeks ago, sleepover, the whole thing. I'm 100% in because it was stuff that I was lucky enough to do in high school, and it made such an impact on me. So I I just, I refuse to be a hypocrite and say, oh, well, I did it, but you can't because I'm selfish. Yeah, you were one one of those guys that was out all the time. All the time. You got to let them experience some of what you have as far as what you consider some of your best high school memories. You know, it's weird. Today, speaking of high school, we uh, we just I just literally walked in the door right before you walked in the door. But yeah, we were at Santana High School. Okay, and so Santana High School has you know half their team basically played travel ball with me. Oh wow! And so they played. Actually, they were Jake's last guys. I saw you know, that picture. Oh, you saw tonight. that picture I just yeah. posted. And I remember, you know, I woke up this morning and I saw it on the schedule and I was looking forward to seeing these guys. And I know the guys at Bonita Vista who play with them in the summer, looking forward to seeing their friends. It's weird being in opposite dugouts and wearing yeah, different course. uniforms. But, you know, we had to change all our signs. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to give anything to the other team. But you're, and I told our guys ahead of time, hey, look, you have no friends on that team until the yeah. game is over. Right. Because you aren't going to be competitive if you think you're, you can take it off because your buddy's over there. Your buddy's trying to beat you. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, you're getting ready to go and you, you start thinking back to everything through, you know, Jake picking these guys when they were 12 years old and right. saying, these are the guys I'm going to coach and be on my team. And now these kids are basically seniors in high school and you're you go through it. And it was, it was sad. It was like, yeah. you know, going, you know, as, as I've mentioned before, one of the things that sucks about losing a kid is that there are no new pictures. Yeah. So I scroll through my phone and there's nothing new. I mean, there's pictures I never get tired of looking at, but still there's nothing new. Right. And so you realize, man, this is the last time all of us will be on a baseball field. And then there were yeah. a couple of kids that I that had played with the Jake that showed up to the game. I had no idea that jumped in the picture, which was oh, cool when nice. he was when teammates and coaches and everything else. But 
it was it was great seeing those guys, but at the same time, it was sad knowing that how life moves on a little bit. This is yeah. the, this is the last moment on the field with kids that we've been with each other for six years. Yeah, and you just go, holy shit, man! It went really fucking fast. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird time, and you know, David, it's funny because I talk about where I was five years ago. Well, I'm so happy I went there. Yeah, I mean, it's one of it's such a great place to be with so many great people that treat me so nice. I made so many friends and a lot of friends I haven't seen in two plus years. And yeah. I'll be with them Sunday night at the heritage classic outside in, in Hamilton. And so it's, you know, we're all talking about that. They're all trash shocking me. Cause it'll be 30 degrees out there. You're going to be okay. You're going to break your nap, <laughs> California. You okay. I need to bring you a hand. Warmer. You know, and it's just great. Cause it's, it's people that I would not have known. Yeah. And and they've all been a whole lot of fun. I mean, so, think about it. If you took any other job, how often are you going to Toronto? Never. Yeah. You know what never. I mean? You've been to Montreal, you've been to Toronto. Yeah. You're, you're around something Chicago that you have a bunch a of times and the thing is you love hockey. So yeah, it is. Even if you didn't work at Upper Deck, you would still be into hockey. Yeah. And so it it's been really, really fun and being that close yeah. to it and and so we're going out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a full hockey weekend. We're doing uh, an event Saturday night with the women's professional team in, in Toronto. Sunday night, we're outdoors at the Heritage Classic. You can watch it on TNT. And then Monday night, I'm going right back outside again because yeah. uh, a friend and I are going to watch the Oshawa Generals play out there. That's a team I started following a couple of years ago. And, yeah, we're not uh, we're not – you know, going to the CN Tower or doing anything yeah. like that. We're just hanging out right back outside. But, yeah, you get a chance to meet people and they impact your life. But then I come home. I'm staying at the condo, yeah. which is already weird, but I'm happy to do it. But they won't be there. Their mom won't be there. And then I get home uh, Wednesday. We're down here Thursday. Friday, we're doing a team night at the Gulls. And then Saturday, I'm in L.A. because it's the three-year anniversary of my friend Erica's yeah. passing. And you're just like, fuck. Everything moves really fast, you know? And, it, it, David, it's like you said, you just, you, you got to kind of take it in. And that's why we celebrate the wins around here. You do a whole lot of those things. So, like I said, everything will be fine. But I'm one of those people that is always freaked out by change. Change yeah. just throws me off. And, uh just not having my kids. It'll be one thing when I'm in Toronto. It would have been, it's always a drag when it's two weeks. But um, yeah, that's why I just, you know, Kathleen Bay does it. Laura Kane does it. They're always talking about when their kids go back to college and a bunch of other friends that, that aren't familiar to the, to the show, but that I deal with all the time that, yeah, when kids go away, you're like, fuck man, they're gone for, you know, three, four five yeah. months. Like, Jack and Kate are gone for a week, and it fucks you up. So Yeah, well, what happens if they go to two different schools? There's a good chance they aren't coming home at the same time either, outside yeah. of Christmas, you know? Yeah, so that's it. But I, I just know the good thing is, and it goes for their mom too. We, we talk to them every day. Every conversation, whether it's morning or afternoon, ends with, I love you, Dad. I love you, Cap. I love you, Dad. I love you, Jay. I know they do it with their mom. Uh, during the day, you know, they'll send you a text message. Hey, just checking in on you. And uh, so that's really, really great. But good. 
Yeah, it, it's funny how, I don't know, I, I just think until you become a parent, you don't realize what that relationship is like on so many different levels, but it's just, it's insane, and it's my favorite thing. You know, it's uh, it's funny. My dad made a comment to uh, to my mother. My mother repeated this to me recently because we were, you know, not to take a shot at, at my father, but a lot of dads, you know, the, the age, I'd say, before you and me, how's that? Mm-hmm. Where the job was basically to go to work. A lot of yeah. times the women stayed at home. Your job was to basically pay the bills, put, put food on the table and clothes on their back. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a lot of the, hey, being involved, you know? Like, yeah. even if you look at the old Leave it to Beaver, he's, he's playing golf on the weekends. You right. know what I mean? There yeah. wasn't the time with the, with the kids. I honestly believe the generation of, of great dads has been around our time. That's your cool. time, my time. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. put effort in. A lot of our friends do the same thing. Yeah. How many friends do we have that are great dads? Almost all of them. All of them. And so, but back in the day, there were dads who just learned from their dads and, and that's yeah. just the way, the way it was. So my dad made the comment to my mom, I never realized the work that went into it. I just thought they kind of raised themselves, you know? And, crazy. and yeah, you sit there and as, as people have said to you, you're a great dad or people have said to me when, when my dad passed away, people said he must've been a great dad because you're a great dad. You must've learned a lot. And so- in reality, I learned to be a great dad. And honestly, I, I, I'll, I'll say that. Not too many things I'll give myself credit for. It's the thing I've taken the most pride in the way you do and Sean yeah. Walchef and so many other people is um, how I, the dad I wanted. That's yeah. the dad I tried to That's be. That's it, 100%. I 100% want to be the dad I wanted. So it wasn't a, um, again, it's not a shot at my dad. I know there are people who listen to the show that were friends with my dad. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying my dad didn't know any better. Yeah. And the whole time I remember being young saying, man, when I have kids one day, this is mm-hmm. how I'm going to do it. And so I, I completely did a 180 from the way my dad was with me. Yeah, I 100% did the same thing. And I just, I don't know, to me, I look at it and go, well, it's not that tough. I mean, if I figured it out, anybody else could have figured it out. But you just, you move on, you go, well, all right, cool. Let's just uh, keep the train moving, right? Like yeah. no no rear view mirrors. But it's just, uh, it's definitely wild. And it, it's, yeah, it's just change fucks you up. Did, um, have you thought about, cause your kids are going to be 15 this year. Uh-huh. Have you thought about what happens in the next two years with the driving? So funny. Yeah. I, I just keep saying, listen, when you're out driving mom's car, <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta be careful. Uh, yeah, all that shit. Right. But are you, I, is that one of those things you're nervous about? Do they both talk about getting their license? Not a lot. Okay. Not a lot right now. I mean, they'll be, they don't turn 15 till November. So yeah. I got a little time. So it's, it's faster than you think. Oh, no, I know. They're going to tell you, I've already, take me down to the DMV. I've already taken the written part. Six months later, I'm driving. Well, the thing is, what I've said to them is, is just going out to, you know, I'm trying to think of probably where it would be. It would probably be Parkway Plaza or Plaza Benita, just somewhere where you can get behind the wheel. And you just have acres and acres. Do of it them. at a school when uh, when it's the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do it on a high school parking lot. Yeah, that's another good one, right? You don't need to drill anybody at Plaza Bonita. Well, no, but I mean, like, go out at night when the night's, <laughs> yeah, right? I got you. Because at Helix, there's plenty of light poles for them to drive into. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Who's going to teach them, you or your wife? Oh my gosh, she it'd probably have to be me. I I can't imagine her having the patience to do it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's you remember what it was like when you first get behind the wheel. Oh, and yeah. then, how many people have this right now where you get behind the wheel 
And all of a sudden you're like, how the hell did I end up in Solana Beach? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was just in Bonita. And it's just because it's a mellow day and you're not, no need to drive 90 miles an hour, right? And you're just hanging out, maybe listening to the song and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> well, good, thing, good thing I'm going north. But yeah, so now we'll worry about that when the time comes. But I said to him, I said, look, I, I think probably in a couple of months, yeah, just get them used to being behind the wheel and knowing where everything is and, and how it goes. Because, yeah, that first time you get back there, and it, I don't even know. They don't do driver's ed anymore. We they, they don't. They don't. You have to pay someone to kind of teach them how to do it. Shit, we had driver's ed at uh, San Diego. Yeah, I had, I had driver's ed in high school. Right. It was honestly the best class I ever took. So fun. My my man, Joe Koch, greatest life lesson ever. So funny that you remember the member's name. Joe Koch was from New York, and he said all the time, if you're not driving faster than the car to your right, you're in the wrong lane. Uh, done. Joe, God bless you, wherever you are. It's 100% right. And he would start every guy. He wore a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt <laughs> every day. <laughs> So 80s. And he said, uh, you know, he hyped us for about six weeks that we were going to watch Red Asphalt. Yeah. And then, uh, which we did. And he would always, he would draw these diagrams like of like a four-way stop. Yeah. You got this cat over here. <laughs> now this cat over here is going to come in. Now who's going to get the right away right there? Griffin, who gets it? Uh, that guy. Guy on the right. Let's go. <laughs> Had no time for it. But he'd just say, hey, you ain't going faster than that car to your right. Guess what? You're in the wrong lane. And I knew he wanted to say, you're in the wrong fucking lane because he's a New York guy. <laughs> but he didn't. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll pay attention. And I was like, years went by. I was like, God dang, Joe. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. How like, about that? The commute, Dave, you don't have to deal with it. But no. anybody out there, boy, the traffic now in the morning is back to where it was like 2019. How can that be? When everybody says they're working from home still, how can yeah. that traffic be so fucking bad? I, I don't see know. it all the time. Gas at $8 yeah. a gallon and goddamn Joe Biden and Newsom telling us these two dipshits, ah, oh, everything's fine. We should embrace it. God, I heard Dave Rickards just crush those guys today. It's like, are you insane? Crush Colbert? It was so good because Colbert's like, hey, you know, I drive a Tesla. He's like, well, not, you know, Rickards was like, not everybody drives a $150,000 card. Learn your yeah, audience. But you don't need a $150,000 card. You can buy a Tesla in the 30s. Well, Jesus, I'll tell you right, right now, I'm not a goddamn financial whiz, but about 10 years ago, I threw everything I had in a Tesla and, hey, I'm winning. Well, good for you. <laughs> What's it cost you to fill that truck now, big shot? Dude, it's funny you say that. Today, I put gas in my car for the first time in two weeks. Oh, okay, Because I get good gas mileage. But Okay. It cost me $123. Are you kidding me? Yeah, $123. Oh, bucks. Oh, but it lasted brother. me two and a half weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. also don't drive as far as you drive. Yeah. But, you know, I watch people every day who are complaining. Yeah. And I sit there and I'm like, dude, we're all in the same boat. You know, I, yeah. I, I kinda, I'm kind of kind of tired of pictures of the gas tank. I know. Yeah. Like, you I know get what I mean? it. I'm tired of you taking pictures. Of your, here's what I, I, I don't want anymore. Don't talk to me about your fantasy football draft. No. Don't take pictures of food you ordered at some restaurant. Right. And don't take pictures of gas tanks. <laughs> Fuck right? off. We get it. We Fuck all the, the way same off. Thing. We're all in the same boat. Come yeah. on. None of us are happy about it. What the fuck do you want us to do? We aren't the Ukraine either. Yeah. Things could be worse. Yeah. Uh, they're getting there. Fucking getting there. 
And then uh, Rickards ripped Kamala Harris because she's telling us we should all buy electric cars. He's like, you don't even drive. You get driven everywhere. We pay for it. Yeah. This guy. I love Dave, but holy fuck. When he says know your audience, I'm like, all right. How many people make the money Dave makes? Well, he's not making $16 million yeah, a year. Yeah. Well, he was making pretty good. He was doing pretty good. 48000 a year. <laughs> well, I think it's more like 40000 every two weeks. I think but, he's doing okay. But uh, just, yeah, I yeah. get it, man. Just, don't, be, don't pull off you're the everyday guy because you aren't. Fuck. Jesus. The everyday guys sit at these tables. Yeah. All right? We never made two and a half million a year. You know Let's else, calm down. You know who else isn't making that this year? Calvin Ridley. And if you heard the coach <laughs> the other not. day, coach and Brayton thought he should be uh, not suspended for the year. I think he's lucky even as a career. Right. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. A year, he should just sit there and embrace it. He's All right. gambling on football. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do it. You can't do it. Straight out. Honest to God, he's lucky he has a career at all. Yeah. He's lucky he's not suspended for expelled for life, basically. Yeah. Get out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> coach said. What did Coach think he deserved? Two weeks? Hey, that's a long time. Okay. Hey, get him into therapy. No, I don't know if he Get said that. I don't know if he said that, but yeah, I was just like, what? Yeah, come on. Every guy in professional sports knows you aren't supposed to gamble on your sport. Everybody yeah. knows. They're told. You and, don't gamble on your sport. Well, the goddamn uh, public relations guy from the Chicago Bears got fired for gambling. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, they're watching. Everything's watching. I don't know, Dave. I, I just, I would think if I was in the NFL, I might, if I really wanted to gamble on a game, I probably gamble through you instead of going, well, I'll open up an yeah. account. Yeah, call Woods. It's fucking gambling like crazy. Yeah. C. Ridley ATL. <laughs> and then they catch you. You're just like, God dang. Oh, man. my God, dude. That is funny. Terrible. You know, you know it's funny when you talk about gambling and stuff? Because we've all you know had our fun here and there. Mm-hmm. When I would gamble on games, I haven't gambled on games in years. Thank God, yeah. man. Because there's so many games. Like, how the fuck did the Texans just beat the Chargers? That kind yeah. of shit. Where you sit there and you go, for me, there are two teams, no matter which way I go, I lose every time. I lose on the on University of Michigan football. Okay. I cannot win. And the Atlanta Falcons. I swear oh, to God, shit. I can never win on the Falcons. Are you, are you, will you pay for March Madness? Like our buddy Jimmy Hughes has a $20 yeah. bracket. I don't even think I'll get into that because I just don't follow it close that, enough. And think, that's where I'm at. I love the, the thrill of watching and, and yeah. the picks like you and I always do. And I'm looking at it going, oh, this is right up my alley. And I'm like, this is like one year I'm completely not in. Yeah. I can't tell you the name of one player who plays for Gonzaga. Number one team in the country. Right. I can't name one player. No, I was like, I'll uh, probably for me, what I'll do is sign up. Well, and Jack and Kate are gone. Yeah. They're in, they're in Guatemala for two weeks. So you won't even do an ESPN or Yahoo League. I won't even have a chance to talk yeah. to them because they'll, they'll be down there. And so by the time they get home. They get home, uh, what would that be? They they get home two weeks from Saturday. Okay. So it's already, yeah. shit, we're down to the Sweet 16 pretty much by that point. Um, But, yeah, so, no, I don't even. Yeah, I would play, man. Honestly, God, I, I just don't know. I mean, there are a couple teams. If you, you, always, you always pick the underdogs. You always do a pretty yeah. good job. Jeff, you are. Actually, Jeff is good at this considering he doesn't watch college basketball. I used to watch like crazy and you'd beat me in these things. But I like uh, the team that I like. I'm just going to say, you know, Auburn or say, you know, whatever, Duke last year, Coach K. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, excuse me, it's like, I like Auburn. This year, I, I, and okay. I hate the school, but I like Bruce Pearl. I think yeah. Bruce Pearl does a great job as, I, as an upset team. I miss. And they'll probably have a two seed, I think, going in. 
I miss Ed Graney being here. Because yeah. when Ed was here and wrote for the Union Tribune, he would do a breakdown for your bracket. Yeah. Every the, fucking team was great. And, you know, I think uh, Mark Ziegler still does it. Okay. And he'd give you, like, a sleeper and kind of an overrated and then the team to watch. What and the that, fuck's Eddie Brown do now that football's over? Fuck, it might be Eddie. Might be Eddie. I don't know. But it's just like, yeah, that'll be weird, too. Like, the whole thing. Because last year during March Madness, it was really fun. Me and those two guys, we stayed at the Via Capri right across from the Hotel Dell down in Coronado. We were down there from Wednesday through Sunday, and it worked out where we were there for March Madness. We just kind of did a staycation. I was able to get us in oh, there yeah, for... Right. Shit, I think I got us in there for like 125 a night. It was really... And now that place is like 280. Um, But that was just so fun. And we just sat there and hung out in Coronado and... You know, checked our brackets and did everything we did. And so, yeah, that'll be a little weird, too. But I don't know. Are you and Josh in anything? Maybe no, we'll find no, one. Nothing. In it. Yeah, I mean, just a group of guys. I don't know. I mean, what's he asking for? What's uh, what's he asking for us? Jimmy, to 20 yeah. bucks. Ah, 20, fuck, I might okay. jump into that. Yeah, bucks then we'll, we'll get everything. And then, yeah. Yeah. We'll send it to Josh because that way, at least if we're all in it together, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think all the guys from the... Uh, from the Fantasy League? Yeah, are in it. Okay. I think he's in it and... and and Gavin and all those guys. How do you think he does? Terrible. But he'll look good. And then he'll tell us how he's winning the pool on uh, DraftKings. <laughs> My other three brackets, guys, I'm doing great. Uh, good news for a handful of people out there. And this means a lot. I went and saw our friend Matt Coyle last night. Okay. And Matt Coyle has a brand new book coming out. And it's very, very fun. We were laughing last night, Dave, talking about um, how the relationship with Coyle started because um, Matt years ago reached out to me when I was on 1360 yeah. and said, hey, you know, I got this book, the whole deal. I got to find, God damn it. I just, I put out what the hell the new book is and I'm I'm reading it and it's really, really good. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the goddamn name of it. It's a brand new, his brand new book. But, uh, so I went and saw Matt last night, just bullshit and talking the whole thing. And uh, he gave me a copy of the book. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait till I'm, yeah. you know, till I'm leaving, right? I'll read it. Well, bullshit. I started reading it last night. Goddamn, you guys, Doomed Legacy is the new book. Doomed Legacy, it's the ninth book. In the Rick Cahill series. Dave, this fucking guy, Coyle, is so good. These books are so good. Yeah. And I say, I know Gavin's in. I know Pete's in. Dan Williams is in. A handful of others of you are in. And Coyle always says, ah, you can pick it up and read any book. Like, there's nine of them in the series. They all take place here in San Diego. It's very funny, the doomed legacy that I'm... Uh, reading right now, he has a scene in Poway at the hamburger place out by the trains. Like all these little fun places that really, I think, hit the right nerve with with the audience in San Diego. But uh, I just went. We saw him last night, or I saw him last night. We're just bullshitting and talking, and so he goes, "All right, here's the book. What are you going to do?" I said, "Well, Friday I fly from San Diego to Charlotte, a couple hours in Charlotte, and then I." I go up to Toronto 
And I go, yeah, I don't, I don't have the attention span to watch movies or anything on a flight. I just, I get too fucking jittery. <laughs> but, uh, but I go, give me the book because yep. I'll read that. And I started reading it last night. Woo! Woo! I was like, damn it. It's a little dark. Yeah. It's a little dark. And uh, it's really, really good. And I'm so, so I'm so excited for him. I didn't even realize, like, for the first, well, he brought me the first book. And then he checked in a couple of weeks later. I always tell this story. It's 100% true. He goes, how do you like it? I go, my God, it's great. I ain't read a page. Oh, shit. He goes, great. I'll bring you a book, too, tomorrow. I go, oh, shit. Dave, what am I going to do? <laughs> I was telling him last night. It was like 9 o'clock at night. Jack and Cade were kids. They went to bed. And I was like, well, I'll just read two, three chapters, and I'll be okay. Fuck, I probably read 200 pages of that first book that first night, yesterday's Echo. It was so good. And every one of them in the series has delivered. But he's just, he's such a great dude, and I'm so excited for him. But I, I didn't even realize. Usually we don't get the copy of the book until June. And he's like, hey, I got the book in March. I was like, fuck. I don't even know what the premise is. I didn't know anything. And I just started reading last night. I'm like, oh, this is intense. God damn, I need an inhaler. <laughs> fuck, I don't even have asthma. This is shit. How many pages is it? Uh, I don't know what total is, but I'm trying not to. You never flip to the back to wonder if you're like halfway there uh, or whatever. You like that pain in the ass oh, yeah. coil or a coil. Coil's great. Uh, pain in the ass, Carlo. She goes, read chapter one, the last chapter. Save yourself. You can read 20 mysteries in a day. Holy shit. Is that what uh, she does? Yeah. Holy fuck. I'm going to read that. That's I a go, little psycho. Think. I thought it was bad enough when every paragraph, you just read the first line and the last line of every paragraph, you just breeze through a book. But I never thought about reading the first chapter and the last chapter. Yeah, she goes, read the first chapter, read the last. I go, I'm not doing that. When I got Lee Sand's book, first thing I did was read the last two pages before I started it. Yeah? Yeah. See if she thanked us? Yeah, we aren't mentioned. She, you know, one thing she does in this book, she doesn't mention anybody's name. Really? She'll just say a friend. And she talks about charity stuff and stuff like she kind of did with us, but she doesn't ever mention names. No, that's good. But <laughs> can you imagine you're in her fucking book? Be great. Yeah. Well, it's great to you and I at this age, but can you imagine someone saying, Hey, hey, what the fuck? You're in this yeah. porn star's book? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> Well I I I don't know where you guys are at or you know, what your living situation's like. If you can bring Lisa Ann's book in, you can always get it on Kindle. Yeah. Read it there. Fuck, but, I read it with nobody watching outside of the people at, at the dealership when I was getting my car worked on. Like, yeah. I, I, I finished the book, and uh, yeah, my wife never knew I read the book. I have other friends of mine who say the same thing. I can't bring the book in my home. Then it yeah. turns into a whole discussion. Why do you have it? Yeah. Get that signed picture. <laughs> yeah, well, she signed the fuck out of it for everybody that she knows. Yeah. You and I, it's not like I did, someone gave me the book. I'm bullshit. Yeah. The first fucking page, dude's like yeah, uh, Silver goddamn, Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> Because letter directed right at you. Oh, you never met her? <laughs> yeah, she seems to know a lot. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for your OnlyFans account. <laughs> Sweaty hands 27. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I know a bunch of you uh, paid attention to Coyle's books. And this one comes out in November. The release date is in November. Okay. And what's funny is I get, he gives me every year an ARC copy, which is the advanced reader's copy. 
And he's so he's so goddamn funny because he's like, you know, hey, this isn't the finished copy. And I was like, yeah, I know, I got it. I've done this yeah. seven other times. He goes, yeah, you'll notice. You'll read something, and then about fifty pages later, it's the exact two pages right back in the book. And I was like, oh shit. He's like, yeah, there's a few things that are redundant. He's like, it got cleaned up. Got cleaned up in post. But he's like, I, yeah, just give it a heads up. But I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, yeah, if, it's weird because if you find something wrong, you kind of want to tell him. But then if but then you're like, am I being a douche? And then it's like, it's funny you say that. I noticed two things in, in Lisa Ann's first book and this book. There was mistakes. Yeah. Not huge mistakes, but like there's, there's a mistake. Like, hey, yeah. how did no one catch this? Well, it drives him nuts. Yeah, it would drive me crazy, too. Like, yeah. there are people who get paid to read this to make sure there are no mistakes. Yeah. So he, uh, at some point, will bring him in, because I'm I'm fascinated by the process of how it works, the whole uh, thing. Me, too. I'm curious about how you get paid. Like, I understand yeah. the advance, but then how many times do you get paid over and over? Right. And the publisher and the marketing, how much goes into yeah. choosing of the artwork of the cover? I mean, And like, if it wasn't for Dan Williams, would he have written more than three? Because Dan loves likes to buy more than one of the same yeah. book. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't he? And Dan because yeah. of his gifts. I I joked with him. I joked with Coyle because I said, "Hey, I want to get an arc because I'm going to Toronto." He goes, "Yeah, of course, I got you covered." And I just jokingly said, um, "Of impact players for the Rick Cahill series, where's the Dave and Jeff show slash podcast rank?" Like, just fucking around. Yeah. I think he's going to say 87th. He goes, absolutely top five. Wow. Absolutely. Without a question. And he may have even said higher, but I know he said top five. He's like, people have come from your podcast and bought the books and have enjoyed the books. That's the thing That's that cool. makes me the happiest because I know Pete loves them. I know Gavin loves them. Dan loves them. And when Dan's buying a bunch of copies and sending them to family like that. Yeah. That makes me really happy because yeah, I just think they're great. And there's yeah. so many books that I read. This is why I said to coil last night, just to wrap it up. I go, shit, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like the podcast audience where you better hook me really quick. or I'm just going to get bored and cut out. And, uh, these Rick Cahill books are really, really good. So, I'm really excited for Matt. It's like I'm telling you, comes out of the gate. Little edgy, <laughs> little dark, uh, but really, really good. And and my favorite thing is too many books, Dave, that you read where you put it down. And you're like, okay, I'll pick it up. And these absolutely are books that you put them down. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I can read. I know it's 5 a.m., but fuck it. I can read 40 more pages right now. So. <laughs> Congratulations to Matt. Absolutely. All right, I want to ask you about baseball a little bit ah. because baseball, the first two weeks this season have been canceled, mm -hmm. okay? And, you know, you always wonder, what does that really mean? I mean, the, in, in reality, the players want to get paid. The owners want the games to go off. So you could easily say, hey, we can make these up by moving the schedule around a little bit and doing double hitters on Saturdays. People always say Sunday double hitters. Sundays are getaway days. Yeah. So Saturday's the day if you're going to do a double hitters. The thing is, those day-night double hitters kind of suck for the fans because the old days you got two games for one. They now figure that out. Hey, let's clear out the, the stadium, and then four hours later we'll bring back whatever, or six hours later we'll open up the gates again and do it again. So you, you never know how it goes. So you, overall, though, with 
what's going forward? It looks like the owners are, are giving in like we thought they would. You look at the, basically it's gone. The minimum wage has gone from like 570,000 to 700,000. The one that I like a lot, the one that for me affects us, you and me as baseball fans, mm-hmm. is the luxury tax being, push, tax being pushed up. Yeah. And normally as a Padre fan, you'd say, well, how the fuck does that affect us? It affects the Padres this year more than any other year because they went over it. Yeah. And because they went over it, people are saying, well, what the fuck are they going to do now? They don't want to keep going higher and higher. You're getting killed on that tax. Well, you talk about getting you know, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. All of a sudden, that luxury tax goes up to $240 million. Now, all of a sudden, the Padres can afford to get a guy like that. Yeah. You know, where before, you're like, there's no wiggle room. We're fucking stuck with Profar in left field. I now, like because, the tears. Yeah. Yeah. And so, this is something that, you know, people go, oh, the rich get richer, you know, because they can afford it. Well, the Padres now are one of those teams. The Padres and Dodgers are the two teams that went over it last year. And all of a sudden, the Dodgers can make a run for whatever Freddie Freeman and the Padres can make a run for Castellanos, whoever the hell they want. Yeah. Or Kyle Schwarber as your DH, whatever you want. Yeah. But as a Padre fan, this is actually good that this is uh, trending in this direction. Fuck the Pirates. It, uh, you know, David, so incredibly frustrating. And it's really, it's really funny, kind of circling back to how we started. Or, you know, five, six years ago, we would work the mornings. Yeah. And then we would watch MLB tonight or listen to the different shows, local or national. And we felt like that's what everybody had done all day, that they were just tuned into it. And today, for me, such a busy day, meetings all day, pulled in 20 different directions, a thousand things going on. And I, I had no time today to check messages or social media yeah. or anything. And I sat down and, and, you know, just for like 20 minutes towards the end of the day. And uh, Nick Kennecke, who came to my team from Kaplan Show, I said, hey, what did we find out in baseball? Because I had, uh, I had Ben and Steve on this morning and, and they were kind of talking. I went to MLB radio Right, a couple of different bouncing around, yeah. greeny, everybody. And and they all pretty much had the same thing that we had talked about, right? That they were hopeful. It had been a long night, as John Heyman and Nightingale wrote, and then here we come back today. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I knew if a deal had been struck, even as hectic as the last couple of days have been, I would hear from either Jimmy Hughes or Kenneke, one of those guys, um, Hey, Aaron Rodgers got moved, or Russell Wilson got moved, like Carson Wentz got moved. And so when Nick said to me today, ah, oh, they pulled the plug on games till 14th, God, it was just so deflating. But guess what? Then you get back to doing what you were doing 10 minutes earlier, and you're like, okay, did I get everything done? And no, I forgot five things, and now <laughs> I'm like, fuck. But it's just, I just feel like, Dave, man... I think baseball is playing a really, really dangerous game right now. I really do. I just think the timing of this whole thing with the economy, where it is, and just the whole just vibe of the country, this idea that games are postponed until the 14th of April. And and look, I don't know who's holding it up, right? I don't. It's so easy to say, oh, it's these guys yeah, or that, that guy's. Again, that doesn't matter. I have no idea. It's held up either way. It is held up. And this idea that there's nothing there, uh, for a guy that loves Padre baseball, loves baseball, 
And I was like, all right, see you later. You know, like, see you later. Now I'm like, dude, are they even back playing by by May 14th? And it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden we feel like it's dead in the water and then they announce a deal tomorrow or announce a deal yeah. on Friday, right? Something happened happens. in 95, just like that. Yeah. They're about to start the season with the scrubs. You know, the scab players. can't do that. God. Yeah, but that's the direction they they were going. Yeah. So when you, when you look at Major League Baseball, I think of this all the time. In life, it's really important to know what you are. Yeah. And you can sit there and lie to yourself all the time, but as I always say, the mirror doesn't lie. You got to know what that mirror is saying. And what the mirror is telling Major League Baseball, you aren't that important right now. Yeah. Because the NFL played oh. their last game three and a half weeks ago. Yeah. And yet everything is consumed with what's happening yeah. in the NFL. Whether it's quarterbacks going to new teams or star players getting released or getting ready for the NFL draft, the NFL is so far and above everything else. Yeah. And the NBA has the the money and the minds of young people. Yep. And Major League Baseball, you have the people that are guys who don't spend money, meaning you yeah. don't have guys that spend money on, on advertising. You, yeah. If you're old, you already have insurance. Yeah. If you're old, you already have a car. You already have a yeah. mortgage. You've already spent your money basically on, on big ticket items. Whereas when you're younger, it's like, all right, where, where's what am I entertained with and where's the advertising dollars and that's where my money's going to go. And Major League Baseball hasn't figured out how to market their sport one. Nope. And right now, when you have a chance to be the only team that's going to be on the stage, basically, in the sports world, yeah. and you can't figure it out, again, you are so far behind already. Now you're falling further and further behind of the point, like you just said, fuck it. I'm going to figure out something else to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it worked out really weird for me because we just we jumped in to do NHL season tickets this year on kind of a whim. And... uh the other night they win Kings win an insane game on the road in Boston and they're you know with with whatever 6 weeks to go yeah and they're right in the thick of a playoff hunt and my kids are not talking about uh Tatis or Hosmer right now and I get it we're kind of a unique household but they're like you know how about Anastasio getting that game winning <laughs> goal there's no chance that happens ever until now but the other night, the Kings uh, on the road in Boston down, you know, pull the goalie and score with 30 seconds left and then win the game in overtime yeah. and go 3-0 and 3-1 uh, on a four-game road trip. And I'm saying to my sons, like, hey, man, I think we're going to a playoff game. Like, I think we're in. Cool. And and they're excited about that. But the point being, I, I thought two things today. You know, we bust balls on local radio a lot. I thought there were two things today that just driving as a listener, I I really enjoyed. And the first came from Darren's show. And Darren made the point, Dave, along the lines of what you were saying, is like, man, if I'm Major League Baseball, are they just sitting back holding off on this deal saying, well, wait a minute, we can't release it right now because Aaron Rodgers is front page. And, oh, maybe we'll release it this afternoon. No Russell Wilson's front page. Oh, what about tomorrow? Well, Carson Wentz got traded, and there's a lot of people talking about that. Maybe we get front page. And then uh, I thought Braden made a really, really good point today because I think a lot of people saw that there are games that are going to Apple TV. Yeah, Fridays, right? Yeah, Fridays. Braden pointed out, which I didn't know, that – if your game, if it's Padres Reds on Apple TV, you better have it because that's not going to be simulcast on Bally Sports is what he said. Oh, wow. 
But he said something, and he so goes, the "Friday games with if it's the Padres, you're, you're out." Mark Grant and Orsillo. Well, if it's if it's the Apple game of the week or whatever they're doing, uh, you, you won't see It'll it unless you up. have Apple TV. Wow, yeah, is what Bray, is what I heard on ninety seven three. Wow, and but he said something today, and you go, "Shit, he's spot on." And he said, "Whatever he is, twenty seven, twenty eight. I'm not sure how old Braden is. I don't know." But he said. Uh, he goes, Coach, I'm just telling you, this just shows how baseball is out of the loop because none of my friends, nobody in my age group, nobody in my generation, basically, is going to stay home on a Friday night or pay of course. to watch a baseball game. Yeah. And he's like, they just don't get it. And you go, God, yeah, he's spot on. He's spot and I thought I thought Darren was really good. Like, I, it's tough on those shows right now because they're all – Especially in San Diego. I mean, it's all yeah. Padres. But those guys, all those guys can talk baseball. Braden can, Coach yeah. can, uh, Ben, Steve, Darren, yeah. uh, you know, Tony, Ello's a baseball guy, like all those guys. And uh, I, I just, fuck, man, I feel so bad for all of them because it's got to be a challenge right now. But I thought all of them today were really, really, I thought Ben did a great job. Ben did a great job this morning. You know, breaking down the pros and cons of the the talk of the international draft and the impact that it would have on different people. Hey, fuck, man, that was really good. So yeah, yeah, kudos to all those guys. I, I, you and I have been through similar things, but to have it like this and open ended and all those shows being increased to four hours, like shit, man, that's a challenge. And those those dudes, all those dudes rallied. Like that was cool. Oh my god, that is that's hard to do. That's hard to do, man. When you're when when there's one team and that one team doesn't play, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, because we. I mean, pandemic talk was tough. Shit. Yeah. You, you know, you and I had the benefit of at least having an NFL team in fuck. town. We ran everything off the NFL for us. Yeah, and they they don't have that right now, and it's just weird. You tune in, and you know they're trying to talk San Diego State, or they're yeah. trying to talk. NFL and right now you're just like, dude, just give me the update on baseball, even if there's no update. Like, tell me where we're at. But in fairness to all those guys, you start getting into the the weeds with what's holding up the deal, and people just kind of tune out. So you know what? It's it, it, it's funny. I've not I've not listened to 1360. I think since the beginning of the year they started their new lineup, right? Yeah. And uh, I just haven't flipped over to them. And uh, hear a little bit of of each of the other shows. I'll hear a little bit of on 97.3. Mm-hmm. But um have not heard 1360 because I know they must be relying on Aztecs. But I'm thinking yeah. of like Hartman, who's never for a loss of words. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what's he doing? I mean, when if the Aztecs get eliminated, you know, in game one, let's say on a Thursday. Yeah. And what the fuck are you doing? And what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with Ted. I'm worried about Ted. He he was writing an apology about something that you know, it's a live broadcast. Things happen. Oh, he said something on there. Yeah, said something. And then last night, last night, night before, I can't remember. I tuned in and Schaefer was doing play by play. Oh shit! For basketball, no way. So they made him take a game off. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it just uh, Ted. Okay, take him. Yeah, you're you're grounded, Ted. No, I don't. Can't ground Ted. It's been around too long. Yeah. No, I don't know what happened, but I just, I hate Ted having to write apologies on social media. Like, Ted, I hate to break this to you. Is this on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I got to look for it. Nobody, nobody's fucking watching Ted. 
<laughs> Fine. Who heard it? Yeah. Who tree heard falls, it? Tree right. falls in the forest. Yeah. We just want to know when you get into it with the security guard in Vegas again. We like those kind of clubs. Yeah. But if you called a team, you know, if you said a 20-game win streak or 21-game, nobody gives a shit. Like, <laughs> seriously, come on. What are we doing there? I'm trying to think in my mind. What could Ted have possibly said that uh, warrants an apology? Uh, yeah, he, dude, if you look at his Twitter feed, the guy sends one tweet every eight months, and it's a fucking apology. <laughs> That's all he does. Yeah. You go to his, his fucking, oh, my God, dude, his tweets and replies, it's just fucking apologizing. Yeah. I'm like, how does he not have a blue check either? Clarifying earlier comment, Aztecs said average first half. The first three minutes of the second half was as good as basketball gets. Built 18-point lead, then too many turnovers against Nevada's press brought the lead to one. No such thing as a bad win, Mountain West Tournament Thursday. Then he wrote, by the way, on that 21st Aztecs win, how does the age senior brain look at 20-7 and record and then say they're going for their 20th win? Thankfully, Dutch corrected me, but come on. Personally thought it was a good broadcast, but gee, sorry. Now there's 13 comments here. First comment. Dick Enberg, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, from James, still love you, Uncle Ted. You're the voice of the San Diego sports. Missed you hearing doing Padre games last season. Thank you so much, James. Wonderful thing to say. Well, that's nice. Nobody rips him. Ted. Wait, so this whole thing's about the uh, 20th and 21st? Yeah. So he didn't even say anything like derogatory towards anybody? No, he said, how's the age senior brain look at a 20 and 7 record and say they're going for their 20th win? You're fine, what the hell's Ted? wrong with this city? Give me a goddamn break. Yeah. How about this shit? This was Ted's tweet the other day. Am I actually seeing this in San Diego showing Chevron gas at 509? When I learned to drive, it was 23 cents per gallon for regular. By the way, it was 325 in Laramie when I was there last Monday. But you'd have to live in Laramie. That's 100% true, Teddy. There you go. Was he fuck driving it. a Model T? What the fuck? Yeah, what was he driving? That's the man. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, Ted, lovely view high atop the arena in Fresno for the Aztecs Fresno State tonight. Those dots are players warming up pregame. No media courtside here. In the words of my Army drill sergeant, got to overcome, adapt, improvise. But, Sarge, my eyes are older now. So, yeah, no, he's fine. Teddy's fine. <laughs> he's fine. I just, uh, I don't like it. He shouldn't have to apologize for shit. Ted's the man. Yeah. He should just write that. I'm not apologizing for shit. Yeah. Shut up. I'm not claiming to be perfect. The last guy to do that ended up on a cross. Yeah. December 28th, going into the new year. Scared like you all are about Omicron and family, never-ending drama. I've tried to find home COVID tests everywhere. No luck. Anyone have success in that pursuit? See, I like that he's just having... General conversations. He should use the John Mulaney line from Silent Live a couple weeks ago. I didn't see it. The news of my demise has been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. See, I hope he knows. You think he, he knows he's in him, the guy, right? Like, I guarantee San Diego, it. he's got to know, right? Yeah. He's the guy that should have wrote on Twitter. Straight up. Is it for fuck's sake or for fuck's sake? Because right. I want to get it right when I say this. Are yeah. you are you shitting me right now, people? God damn it. What's the date today? Is today the 9th or the 10th? Today is the 9th. 
Dude, do you know what today is? Hang on, I gotta look at something. I just told you it's the ninth. Oh, I got it's Thursday. That. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> I don't even know the day. Uh, let me see if this is the date. March 9th. Uh yeah. This is the right day. Yeah. March 9th. So on this day in 1991, Dave, how many goddamn years is that? Is that 31 years ago? Yeah. 31 years ago, my first shift at KSDL. Really? Working the Ken Kramer show. Yeah, that was great. Uh, <laughs> uh, complete disaster. But, yeah, it was so funny. My man, Kelly Wheeler. Yeah. Gave me the gig. Ken Kramer, Stephanie Roberts, and all those guys at KSDO. But, yeah, it was 31 years ago today. It was my first shift running the board. Had no idea what I was doing. No idea. And that was the legendary Ken. Yeah, first weekend show. Uh, well, no, first shift. I don't know. It could have been shadowing or whatever. But March 9th, 91. Were you nervous? Fuck, yeah. So excited. So scared. But, um god damn it's kind of like what i was saying earlier about uh, where i am now at that yeah. place so lucky you never were in that building right never 50 50 murphy canyon no, i know where it is never been there so it was ksdo and kclx but kclx 102.9 uh classic rock john leslie who i loved uh cole lewis eventually sue delaney um we had guys is anybody that, still working uh shit let me think about that so let's go through it. Coe's <laughs> gone. Sue Delaney came later. Yeah. So she she was there. Sue's no longer with us. John Leslie's no longer with us. Jesus, this is sad. couple iconic voices that I don't know what happened to. Like, I, I think they got out of radio. But a dude named Charlie Weaver, who was so goddamn good and, like, the coolest dude. And then uh, our overnight guy was a guy named John Dion. And John worked from 10 o'clock at night till 3 in the morning. And I'd be working the liquor store because I only had a couple of shifts at the radio station. And John was live every night. Ten, can you imagine being an FM jock 10 o'clock at night till 3 in the morning? And he, uh, shit, he may have gone even later than that. He may have gone right into uh, Rumbling Thrower. And uh, I'd call, we'd always, he'd always play Radar Love and shit for us. Radar love. Yeah, we'd be just like, John, play Radar Love. All right, fuck it. Fuck hey, it. We'd be like, all right, this is for my boys up in Encinitas. Stop by, say hi, Santa Fe Liquor. I don't know if they'll give you a KCLX discount. Maybe, maybe they won't. Then <laughs> he'd just play Radar Love all the time. It was great. Um, so I don't I don't think anybody that I worked with uh, at KCLX, Mike Dale was there, uh, awesome news dude, and then uh, Keith Miller who was Madison on KPRI for years. Keith Miller has, owns his own radio station on where uh, LaDonna just went to visit. I have no idea what In the Caribbean. About. Okay. LaDonna <laughs> just went down to the Caribbean. She was down yeah. there. And while she was there, she was, you met, uh, you met Keith Miller when we worked at 1090. He was Madison and he was on KPRI. We used to have those joint things with KPRI all the time. You would know him if you saw him. Okay. Um, but then from KSDO, uh, Ernie Myers no longer with us. Jesus. How Bill, many people are dead you're talking A about? lot. It's not good. Uh, I don't know where Bill Holland is. Ken's still on. I mean, Bill Ken, alive? Stocks. I don't know. Kenny Yearwood? Ronnie Rena passed away? 
Bink's still with us, but oh, he's not working. This segment has turned crazy sad. Dude, it was like 90 years okay, ago. Let's not do this again. Yeah, but fuck, Ernie Myers? Ernie dead? Yeah. Oh. George Riley? Dead? Yeah. Huh. Um, Hedgecock? Dead? No. Okay. Um, Art Bell? Dead. Dead. Dead of our lives and people Jeff's worked with. Whole fuck, the whole place. <laughs> um, but Stephanie Roberts, Mike Russo, none of those guys are doing uh, radio anymore. Yeah. Wheels is still killing it. He's the man. But all those guys, fuck, they were so nice. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, my first... My first day in a radio station. Uh, How many of these funerals did you go to? None. You did it? No. I was I'm surprised. You're a funeral guy. I don't think I was invited to any of them. I went to John well, Leslie's, of course. Were you invited? Like someone called you and said you need to show up or you just show up? I think uh, you're supposed to show up. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. But we worked with a sales guy at ESPN 800. We didn't work there anymore. And Lou. The guy, Lou died and you went. Yeah, I went in the rain. Yeah, I regretted not going to that one. I should have gone. Um, no, I went to John Leslie's. Yeah. That was, yeah, John had been on KGB and had been on KCLX. And that, yeah, yeah. black man. I always think of the Yogi Berra line, the way you're talking right now. Enjoy. I always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't go to mine. Yeah. Yeah. Nice of them. <laughs> um, well, yeah, fuck, man. Old school San Diego radio was so good. Well, it's, so, it's such a big part of your life. There's so many people right now are hearing you talk. have no idea what any of these names are. Oh, I don't know, Dave. I think a lot of people that listen are old school guys that... They, Every time we do this, people say to me all the time, I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Well, if you grew up in San Diego, you know them all. I don't know. I don't. I mean, Sean Walchef grew up in San Diego. He tells me he has no idea what we're talking about. Well, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> What's he listening to? I don't know. He's in his 40s. He's listening to that Dave Meltzer podcast. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you're good and you're better. You're outstanding. I love you. Thank you. That's cool. I like all that. But I'm just saying, old school, it's why San Diego radio is different, man, because. You, you don't think said, it's like this in other cities? You like, I still have, remember Coyote McLeod when I lived in Nashville. I mean, who are the guys right now? If you're, I'm thinking about Gavin talked about it with, you know, driving around. Pete drives around with his kids. Who are the ones that your kids know are the personalities? Dude, I swear to God, my son is 28. He doesn't know any of these people. Not, no. not the people you said, but anybody. I don't think Josh anybody. can name one person on radio. I remember. They don't listen to radio. Kids don't listen to radio. Do your kids listen to radio? No. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And this, I'll tell you a crazy story. Marilyn Hyder. Yeah. Who we love, retired, right? Marilyn used to host a San Diego radio reunion every year in Hotel Circle. And I went two years, and I realized it was just people that got out that hated everything and were mad at everybody, and it was just bitter, and it sucked. Yeah. Because there were all people that had been really nice to us and, and had played a part in it, and you know they would just be like, yeah, that morning show on Kixie? Fucking shit. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Kind of the shit we do here? Yeah. <laughs> was Elston one of them? Uh, was, was he rap fucking everyone still in there? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's a terrible accusation. Take that back. Really? I think I have a little bit of proof. All right. But here was the funny thing. So I go to this radio reunion. Yeah. Okay. When I got here in eighth grade, they bust us to Earl Warren. I lived in Cardiff, 
but they bust us to Earl Warren Junior High. How far is that? Uh, from Birmingham down to Loma Santa Fe. But okay. when you're a kid, it feels yeah. like it's 50 miles. Yeah. You're like, this is great. I'll just be on the bus, fall asleep. I mean, it's like two exits. Calm down. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired. What are you tired about, asshole? You're 13. Shut up. And uh, so we would ride this bus every day. And the guy driving the bus would play the uh, the Mighty 690. Yeah. But it was Mighty 690 when they were playing music. And it was, you know, 80s, yeah. all that bullshit. And the morning guy who did the show was a guy named Dean Goss. G-O-S-S. Yeah. Dean did all these voices, right? He's playing all this bullshit music. And... Uh, like, you never know, right? They're like, fuck this guy. I'm like, he's probably a real puss sound. Getting it all down. <laughs> and so, uh, Dave, you fast forward like 30 years, and I'm at Marilyn Hyder's radio yeah. reunion at the Hanalei. Yeah. And all these guys, Wade Douglas is there, and Berger and Prescott, all these fucking maniacs. And it's great to see him. And all of a sudden, you know, we meet people. And I watch it. I see this dude walk by. And he's got a name tag on. And it's Dean Goss. Never met him in my life. And he's just over having a beer. And I went over and introduced myself. I said, and he uh, he was working in San Francisco at that time. He'd been okay. in San Francisco for like 25 years. Came down because he, you know, he knew all the old timers. Fuck, Dave, we had the best conversation. He was so... How old was he? Oh, my God, he had to be early 70s. Oh, he's dead. No. Oh, he's alive? Know. I don't know. I'll look him up. <laughs> uh, but, but when you, you know, you talk to him and he's like, he was just, you know, the one thing some radio people can be, you, you and I, I don't know what this is like in other careers, but there are just some people in radio that are really generous with their they time. Are. Some are. And really want to know, like, your story? Yeah, not Gina the Latina. No, no, not at all. But when I was able to tell Dean, yeah, born September 22nd, 1949. So how, let's see how goddamn old Dean is. What does that make him? Makes him 73. 72. So this year, 73. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so let's see. Yeah, worked as a disc jockey. He worked in California, KCBQ from 76 to uh, 79. First announcing role in 1985, he was on Let's Make a Deal. He was the voice announcer. He was also the voice announcer for Bargain Hunters, Wink Martindale's version of High Rollers, NBC's I'm Telling, and he was also the substitute announcer of the $100,000 Pyramid. Oh, there you go. Dude, I got sad radio news for you. This is no joke. You Maybe you know this already. I just found out right now. Huh. You want to hear it? Yeah. Rusty Nails died. Oh, don't tell me that. Okay. Seriously? Why would I say that out of nowhere? Dude, he's been working with Sully. Yes. Oh, no. 64 years old. Died this afternoon. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. How about that? Is that, yeah, what's his last? His... Stolnak, Russ Stolnak. Yeah, N-A-K? Affectionately known as Rusty Nails. No, uh, uh, yeah, N-A-C-K. 
Oh, you got to be shitting me. Oh, no. Yeah, just looked at my Twitter right now. Happened two hours ago. Well, two hours ago it was announced by QSI. Oh, Dave, that really fucking bums me out. Really? KUSI? Yep. 10 o'clock, they're going to have a thing for Rusty Nails tonight. Oh, you got to be shitting me. Oh, fuck. You know, I watched that. I blame Costa. Costa was just on his show on, on Thursday. Oh shit! You know he uh, he was dating our friend Nina. Yeah, I know. God damn! That boy, I tell you what, I don't know that I ever had the chance to meet him. But Russ was a guy. Um, he was a guy that was really, really impactful. He did a whole lot. Um. He was on 91X. He was a big-time guy. And, Dave, I tell you, I've been watching because Tommy, little Tommy's a buddy. Sully's a buddy. Yeah, he asked me to go on, too, with those guys. Are you going on there? Well, I don't know if it's still the offer's still there, but that's he asked me just a couple weeks ago. And uh, I blew him off. I feel bad. I said I would do it, just can't do it now. And they do that show on air. Yeah. But Sully and... Sully and Russ have worked together for goddamn 20 years doing the big business show. Yeah. Oh, that fucking sucks, dude. I am really, really upset to hear that. I didn't know that. Dude, and I, it's so funny. My kids will be there, and we'll, we'll put that show on at 11 o'clock, and they'll be like, what is this? And Jagger and Christy were just on. Lozano was just on. Mike's been on. Dub's been on. Yeah. And look, for us, it's fun because it's all by... Uh, all of our goofy friends, yeah. my kids, none of these guys mean anything. And Russ is just there. And Roger's been on, Ted's been on, like every guy, yeah. so many people that we've crossed paths with. And it's it's just old school. And Russ was always just fucking cool. And yeah, a lot nice of guys guy. came on and, and yeah. talked about his impact local radio. Fuck. I'm really sorry to hear that. God damn, it's just been... Yeah, I tell you, it's just been kind of a jacked up day, and I'm I'm sorry I didn't know him more. I would have liked to know him, um, because he was 91x and old school improv and did all those kind of things, man. An impactful guy, and yeah, 64. That's it. God, that's fuck. Really, really sorry to hear that. Oh man, that yeah. Uh, personally, didn't know him, but definitely from 91X and, and everything else made an impact here locally. Fuck. Yeah, my, my best is Sully and Tommy and, and Nina. Yeah. And and everybody else that, that really, oh, God damn, Dave, that really sucks. Well, t- tonight, if you're listening to the show and you get it before uh, 10 o'clock, KOSI will have uh, something on them, okay? That's uh, uh, yeah, terrible news. Sorry about that. No, I'm... Because we're having a good time with old radio talk and then... But he just, you know, like Dean, right? Dean Goss, who's a little older, they're just guys that, that made an impact. And then if you're lucky enough to to find yourself, and that's why I look at it now. I go for kids my age, or uh, like my kids' age, I was like their age, ninth yeah. grade, eighth grade, uh, would have been eighth grade. And Dean Goss, and for me, I... I love seeing all my friends, right? Ian Rose and all those guys were at this event. But I wanted to meet Dean and just tell him, it's just say, hey, man, I, I got to work. But one of the guys that made such an impact 
as a kid was you. Yeah. And he just could not have been nicer and more generous. And like I said, he lived in San Diego, so he didn't know anything about us. And he's like, well, tell me what you did. Where'd you go? Where have you been? And uh, and we just, yeah. And, and fuck. Ah, man. That, uh, that's a hard one today. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie for a guy that I, I, I didn't know. Uh, I know Sully, you know, we love Sully and we love Tommy and, and it was those three guys. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but those three guys, man, and just, he, you know, he's always fucking around. He was always doing just fearless. I think that would be the one thing. Like Russ was always, you know, he'd dress up as Alf or he'd dress up as, Ron Burgundy or all these different things. And you were like, dude, he's 64 doing that shit. And you go, oh, there's no way I could do it. But he's fucking just doing it. Couldn't give less of a fuck. No, he didn't. Anything for a laugh. Yeah, exactly. Anything for the show. Yep. Anything for the show. God damn, man. Ah, oh, man. Hey, I want to mention, every time I transition to poor Brian Curry, this is, uh, it's always something awful. I want to mention Brian Curry. Look, Brian Curry is the guy you need to talk to right now with what the real estate market is doing. I say this all the time, but it keeps going up over and over yep. again. If you're one of those guys that's hooked in a redfin just because you're trying to pay attention to what's going on in your neighborhood or neighborhoods in, here in San Diego, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, right when you think the prices couldn't get any higher and what can you possibly do and what the inventory is like and what your options are. The big thing is in life, you want options. Brian Curry is going to let you know what your options are. Not only what he can help you get for your home, but also what it's going to take to get to the next one. Jeff has mentioned it. He's in the process of talking to Brian Curry right now about finding a place downtown. Where would you like to live next? Brian Curry is the one you need to talk to about all these questions. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. So true, Dave. We were just saying today, uh, I was talking about friends that had that opportunity to to move. We were saying the other day, you put your house out in the market at six hundred thousand, and then somebody's bidding seven twenty five. Yep. And how far should you? How long should you wait? How far should you ride the wave? Man, you need somebody that has been there and understands the market, understands the game, and the guy who does that better than anybody is Brian. And also for property management, because a lot of people are looking at Absolutely. it saying, well. Um, Maybe what I can do is make money uh, renting my property out. Well, the last thing you want to do is having to get those calls at uh, any time of the day that the lint, right, the lint catcher and the dryer's got to be cleaned out. You're like, God damn, I'm just trying to play the back nine at Whispering Palms. I don't have time for this shit. Where the hell's goddamn Brian Curry? <laughs> Brian's like, just give us a call. We can handle it. So, yeah, if you need property management or if you're in the market to buy, but but I'm thinking for so many of you that are wanting to sell, where is the market going to go and the impact of what's going on in the Ukraine and what's going on with gas prices? Is it going to have any impact at all on the housing market? Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. I'm sending Brian a text right now asking him a question. All right. Taylor May Pools. Alan Taylor's your guy. Taylor May Pools. Don't forget the nice weather is here. It looks like it's only going to get warmer. Beautiful days in San Diego. What you're exactly used to. Nothing's better than having that pool in the backyard. Look, call Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools. Let's get started on the pool of your dreams. What are you waiting for? 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Four four five two. If you tune in Sunday to the Heritage Classic being played at Tim Horton Stadium in beautiful downtown Hamilton, Ontario, uh, game starts at four o'clock Pacific time, so I think it's one o'clock here. Uh, yeah, I can tell you right now, days high in Hamilton's expected to be thirty-one. 
Okay. Whole, not a whole lot of tailor-made pools being built there. But it felt like today, out and about, driving around, it felt like it was a good 71-81 today. God, it felt great up in Carlsbad by the coast. Yeah, I don't know. It was a great day, and uh, I was in East County. I was yeah. at Santana High School. I was wearing short sleeves the whole time. Yeah, and it was just one of those days where you're like, shit, man, this is what it's all about living in this community. And now more and more people are, are looking for that way to work remotely again <laughs> after getting used to it two years ago. And while you're there, or staycations, right, that's the number one thing people are saying is that they're not going to drive as much, they're not going to go as far, they're not going to be going to the movies. Shit, Major League Baseball is making it easy on us, canceling games. So what do you do to pass the time? We'll have that gorgeous tailor-made pool put in your backyard. It could be a pool for any size. Maybe you want that infinity pool. David, goddamn goes on for infinity. <laughs> what is this? Um... So, yeah, all of that can be yours if the price is right. Just like Dean Goss used to do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it starts with a phone call to, uh, to TaylorMade Pools. Talk to them and then have them uh, design the pool for you and then build the pool that you love. Absolutely. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to when it comes to money matters. Let's get you out of debt. As someone asked me just this afternoon, saying, what is it exactly what Dan can do to help me? And look, I can tell you a million things Dan can do to help you, but the best thing to do is call Dan. Dan will sit there and walk you through the process. Let's get out of debt. Let's not worry anymore about being uh, financially stressed. People have told me, look, literally when bills come, their eye starts twitching. They have like one yeah. eye that starts twitching. That's Mine does terrible. that all the time. I hate it. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Dan wants to help you out. He wants to help you get out of debt. Also, if you've never bought a home before, he wants to help you get out of the rental market. This is going to be an easy, easy phone call for you. You call Dan Williams, and the process is so fast. He doesn't keep you on the phone and just try and sell you something. Dan's a guy that wants to help you out. He wants to be one of those guys that makes the world a better place. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, having your money in line is so important it, dave i just i've been there and i i talked about it earlier tonight right as you're moping the blues because there's changes coming to my work and and uh, my kids are going out of town and like oh what am i gonna do hey uh, shut up you big bitch um because there are people that are dealing with real challenges and man Every time we do this ad for Dan, I, I, I cannot help but flash back to the challenges of, you just mentioned it, Dave, when you go to the mailbox yeah. and those bills are there. You were telling me right now how nice it is for you because, yeah, you'll probably get five and six cease and desist letters from local neighbors <laughs> that are, are sick of what you say about the neighborhood, but none of them have a bill attached. No. They just have pictures of you out front flexing in their driveway and they're like hey get the hell out of here but, but when you go can you imagine no, jesus dad's gonna like that dave i'm sorry we got we got another letter from the turners they're sick of you peeing out in the driveway in your tank top okay you're not goddamn chet and weird science get your shit together <laughs> <laughs> that's what Dave gets in his mailbox. And yeah, that's probably stressful, Dave. I don't know. It's probably more it's for off air. <laughs> but man, medical bills, 
student loans, yep. car bills, credit card bills. Oh my goodness. I've been there. It's an awful, awful feeling. And every time we do this spot, I flash back to it and how grateful I am for what Dan and his team helped me do. And they can do it for you as well. So find that financial freedom you've been looking for. It's going to lead you to the ability. I mean, listen, it's 100% because of that, that a year ago on Cinco de Mayo, when my car got totaled, I financially was able to do what I wasn't planning on doing. And that was having to buy a new car, yeah. buying a Sonata hybrid. It's not the Tesla that Stephen Colbert drives. <laughs> But when gas is over $6 a gallon, and I'm fortunate enough to have a car that gets me 45 miles to the gallon yep. and 600 miles to the tank, it helps. But if I had had my previous financial credentials, no chance, absolutely no chance. And that's why things happen all the time. Uh, make that call to Dan, get your finances in order. Kyle Flukers, you want to talk to when it comes to websites? Looks, everybody has a website right now. The question is, is your website working? If you're looking to build a website, you want to make sure it works as well, which means it's easy to use, easy to navigate, and most importantly, draw attention to your business and hopefully make some money. Kyle Fluker is the person you need to talk to, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Yes, yeah, such a important thing to do, e-commerce is crazy right and it feels like i don't know if people have been traveling dave recently i'm going uh over the border friday i've yeah. made this trip a dozen times but i have to have a covid test that is negative so i had to go get tested today then to get back into the states i gotta have another covid test next week in toronto i'm trying to figure all that out trying to make appointments, do all these different things. And it's just crazy from trying to book flights to do different travel arrangements. And the point of all that being is, man, there are certain companies that have really, really easy websites. I'll give a shout out. They don't sponsor the show. Man, I had to go get a COVID test today. CVS made it so easy for me to go right 10 minutes from my office to do a drive-through to get the molecular test. Yeah. And then, uh, but there's other sites that'll stay unnamed that I was just trying to figure out, can I get this? Is this it? And they don't do it. And so if big companies are struggling, uh, it, it makes sense that small companies could be struggling too. Don't let it be you. Give Kyle a call, have him check out your website, see what he can do to make it even better. All right. How are the, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going March 10th. We're going the date of okay. tomorrow. I'm not going to ask you how much he's worth, but I will let you know Justin Herbert will be 24 tomorrow. Pretty okay. good. Not bad to be a quarterback in LA and have the world at your fingertips. All right, here we go. No one has passed away on this list, thank goodness, but we have Good. some some names. We'll start off with one that you're a fan of. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is the man. God damn. If you didn't see a force of one, I, I, that's your fault. Okay, force of one. Do you know who co-starred in that? No. Bill Superfoot Wallace. <laughs> no idea. No idea. You're probably watching Grease too. I probably was. It was awful. I've seen it once. Adrian's Med. It's terrible, terrible movie. How can they fuck that up so bad? Adrian's Med. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Chuck Norris. Uh, wa is uh eighty seven. Eighty two. Okay. Eighty two. He's a beat the fuck out of me for saying that. My favorite Chuck Norris joke. Why does yeah. Chuck Norris only have sex missionary style? Why is that? Because Chuck Norris never fucks up. 
Hey, that's true. Wow. God damn. <laughs> you think he likes those? Uh, you, dude, how can he not? They're all flattery. It's great. They're like so it. fucking good. I think at one point he was he was selling like flex jeans where you could do like <laughs> do karate in your jeans. Yeah. I think those were in like the back of like Black Belt magazine. Because I used to like <laughs> I, I used to watch all that uh full contact karate on yeah. ESPN with Phil Stone and Blinky Rodriguez. And you could never like they didn't cover it in like uh in the ring or chaos. So the only way you could find out about those guys from Full Contact Karate. You'd have to look at, like, Black Belt Magazine. Yeah. And it'd always be a picture of uh, Chuck in the back. He'd have, like, those sparring gloves on. That's like, right. no, and no shirt on, you know, all hairy guy, and his flex jeans. And he's, like, you know, foot's, you know, six feet above his chin. Hey, look how flexible I am. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to read about Kathy Long. Um, I'm going to say he's worth, I think it's going to be less than I want to hear. I'm going to say 17 million. 70 million. 70? 70. Oh, nice. Good for him. Yeah. He had all those home gyms, remember? Yeah, him and Christy Brinkley. Yeah. There you go. All right. Carrie Underwood. Fuck. That's about as good as it gets right there. Yeah, pretty good. I think she sucks in the sack. You're so stupid you say that. Okay. Didn't Tony Romo tell her to hit the bricks? He fucking know. Man, I don't know. He's been with a few. I don't know what you're going to do when I move to, uh, I'm going to move with Malta. She writes a lot of angry songs. Yeah, she's grouchy. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Carrie Underwood is, say she's 36. 39. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say 200 million. 140 million is what it says. Wow. Okay. All right. Sharon Stone. Oh. She's crazy, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Remember she got her husband one of those, uh, what the fuck are they called there? It's like a big lizard. What the fuck? It's something oh, dragon. Yeah. What's the hell they called? Uh, n- yeah, I know. Something with the K. Yeah, Komodo dragon. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, and remember she got her husband a Komodo dragon, and it bit his big toe right off his foot. How about that? Yeah. Ouch. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Um, she was great in casino. Yeah. 66. 64. Okay. Uh, 26 million. $60 million. Wow. How about that? All nice. Right. I L- like it. Last one on here. John Hamm. John Hamm. Uh, 55. 51. I would have guessed higher too. Yeah. Fi- uh, 30 million. 45 million for John Hamm. All right. Nice. A little bit off today. Usually yeah. you're a little closer. All right. I'm happy for all of them. I came in low on all those guys. Oh, there you go. All right, I, it's sad when I come in high when I'm like 40 million yeah. and you're like 2.1 million. 500,000. Like, yeah. <laughs> and a Vespa. All right. Five random questions. Is there okay. a TV show or a movie that you quote often? Uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. I figured you and your sons have it. You yeah. have to, I always say this is one of those you have to either have friends you went to college with or. Yeah, uh, sons that have your sense of humor. Yeah, step yeah, yeah step brothers. For me and my sons, it started because we were just doing staycations and finding. Yeah. We just found a little place in Encinitas where we could stay, and I would bring the PlayStation up, and we would just play video games. Two years ago, yeah. they were like twelve, 
play video games, and we just watch. Their mom had no idea we were watching Step Brothers every night. And, uh, yeah, it's all the best. Um, yeah, I, I love the line about when, I mean, there's so many lines in there, and I have to ask my son Jack because he knows them way better than I do. But when he threatens to pull the fake hearing aid out, like, why would, why would the dad have a fake hearing aid? <laughs> like, why would you fake that? And so, yeah, all that. But, there, yeah, there's a thousand different stupid yeah. lines in that movie that are great. And then my son Jack does this to me all the time. When they, when they crash the boat, right? Yeah. They crash the boat, and then it's the car ride home. And Jack will yell this at me from the back seat all the time. And the line's like, all right, Dad, get over it. Are you going to sponsor us or not? Or whatever. Like, they, I, I love just that movie. Watching it with my two goofball kids is awesome. That is cool. But yeah, they're much better at it, as you can tell than I am. Yeah, no, Josh and what I. What about you? A, Josh and I have a million of them. We, we do them. You name it. Any Will Ferrell movie, any Adam Sandler yeah. movie, we, we do them all. Yeah. You know, Mike Myers, you know, yeah. all those movies we do. How much sleep do you need? Uh, I like that. Uh, pretty much between six and seven hours. Yeah. I'm fine on that. Do you usually get six or seven hours? Uh, at least six. Okay. But then it's weird, man. Like, and, and this is, it's really funny. And I, I think this has been kind of the arc throughout the whole night. My sons will stay with me. Usually one of them will stay with me on Friday night. Both of them with me on Saturday night. And on that Friday night at the end of the week when they're there. And usually it's just me and you know jack or me and Cade, we'll go and have dinner yeah we'll hang out we'll come back maybe watch a you know jack loves friday night smackdown so that's fine with me it's cool or aew uh Cade and i usually watch a movie something like that but i swear dave like just that friday night where you you mentioned i love the term you use bringing balance shit man those guys you know i'm tonight i'll be up till 12 12 30 but on those friday nights when they're there and it's then dude i am passed out at nine o'clock and it's the best sleep i get (laughs) the best sleep i get all week and so yeah it's weird like my alarm goes off at like 6 20 every day but now my alarm well it's funny no alarm tomorrow no alarm friday saturday is a pretty mellow day but sunday to get out to heritage classic for the event we're doing like, we're leaving at 6 o'clock, which is 3 a.m. here. Yeah. And plus, it, not only is it 3 a.m., but that's goddamn uh, daylight whatever. Daylight savings time. So, yeah. So, I'll be leaving at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But then, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I've got no things. So, it's not bad. So, but yeah, for, for the most part, what about for you? You know, it's funny. Right now, as I just asked that question, I don't think I've had worse sleep or worse sleep schedule. Like, I sleep, I think, an average of four at one time, and then yeah. I'll try and grab a combined two somewhere later in the, in the day. In the day. Like, like, no joke, like 15 minutes at a time. I'll literally lay down and say, Alexa, wake me up in 15 minutes, like that yeah. kind of deal. And it, it's, it's terrible for your health. Yeah. But God dang, man, my schedule's so fucked up and so all over the place. It's, it's been ridiculous. I think it's going to be this way through baseball season. I, I mentioned this uh, Matt Coyle last night. We were talking about different things, right? Because he's limping around, hurt his knee. I go, what happened to you? How'd you hurt your knee? 
He was honestly getting out of the car. And I go, God, I go, how about this shit? So I told you I had to go get an MRI. So I go get an MRI last week and uh, I call because, you know, it's got to be passed on to other people. So I'm like, hey, can I get a copy of that report? They go, yeah. They send me the copy and it's like, I'm reading all these different things going on. And yeah. it's like, oh, you know, this is impacted and that's impacted. And you're like, okay, I don't really know what this means, but I, I sent it along to the right people. And then did I say this the other day about the gallbladder? Did I, did no, I mention this? No. I was telling Coyle this last night. And they're like, gallstones in the gallbladder recommend having the gallbladder removed or, you know, coming in for more work. I was like, what? The coil's like, are y'all jacked up? I go, no, I don't feel anything. So then you start reading all these different therapies for gallstones. And they're like, well, if you drink apple juice and apple cider vinegar, it'll dissolve the gallstones and you'll be fine. It'll clear out of your system. Or it may not. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm just drinking vinegar for the fuck of it? Sweet. And then they're like, yeah, and here's the other thing. Like, you can do it. Drink a glass in the morning and a glass at night. Do the mix. And there are some people that say you can, you know, have a have a safe diet. It doesn't give you any time frame as to how long you should do it. Yeah. And then others will tell you just that's the only thing you intake. TFN until the golf. Well, how the fuck am I going to know they're gone, right? I don't want to know. I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so then you look it up and it's like, it's an arthroscopic surgery. And yeah. But he's like, do you feel anything? I go, well, I don't now. But then I wake up this morning. I'm like, ah, oh God. And then I'm like, no, it's just a cramp in my foot and nothing to do with the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Cramping your calf. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, if anybody has any idea, I just figure I'll just go over to like Pete and Gavin's because they probably got like a jack, uh, like a drill. They'll just put that thing on it. They'll just beat the shit like that guy. uh, (laughs) Like we saw in Jackass. Yeah. Where they had that thing. They just won't hit me in the nuts. They can just hit me in the gallbladder and break them all down. All right. If you had to guess. Mm-hmm. What city will be the last city you live in? Oh, I like that a lot. Um, oh, I like that a lot. I will say it'll be San Diego, California. Yeah, me too. I look yeah. all the time. I saw yeah. our buddy old John Fricky wrote on Twitter yeah. saying uh, he's thinking of moving. He said, if I moved, where should I move to? He lives in Atlanta now. Yeah. He never leave there. And then I said, and I'm scrolling down. I want to see the responses, you know? Yeah. I need to see all these redneck specs out. <laughs> giving them horrible advice. Biloxi. Yeah, horrible advice. And I'm just like, oh, shit. And then I, the more I think about it, it's going to be San Diego. I'm not going right. anywhere. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For you assholes who tell me to eat shit on a regular basis, sorry. Well, because the thing is, this is home for my kids. Yeah. Like, my kids will always come back. Yeah, wherever my kid is. That's why I say. Yeah. That's well, he's like, be. well, that's great, Dad. I'm yeah. currently in Nashville, so... <laughs> Yeah, he, he tells me, though, he plans on coming back in five years. So I said, well, fuck, I'm not planning. To move. Honestly, I thought I was moving to Nashville in about yeah. eight, nine years. Yeah, Nashville's great. And so that was, but yeah, he goes, no, I'll be back in, uh, I'll be back in San Diego. All right, what in life gets better as you get older? Oh, I like that. Um, uh, memories. Yeah, that's a good Because good you, you, I think I'm at a point right now where I have a better appreciation for it in the moment. Yeah. Like in the moment, kind of, again, we, we started with this, right? Like 
in your personal life, in your professional life. Yep. Like when things are cool. We we talked about it the other night, being at that Garth Brooks show and just being there with my kids and their mom and taking in the moment. Dave, I think that shit that years ago you just kind of you didn't really celebrate it in the moment. But I, I think it almost goes back to when we left thirteen sixty. I was talking about this with Laura Kane. Um by the way, congratulations to our girl, Laura Kane, celebrating 15, uh, 15 years of sobriety this Absolutely. week. Love her. Just an absolute star and could not be more proud of her. Dave, I know you feel the same way. Yep. Congratulations, Laura. And here's to 15 more. But um, that final, I remember we were at lunch at Tommy's with Josh the day before. And I said to him, when you go to Alabama, he was getting ready to go back to Alabama. And I said, when you go there, do me a favor. As somebody that never will have that opportunity, every day you're in the locker room, when you are getting taped up, you put those shoulder pads, the jerseys on, when you walk through that tunnel, when you go on that field, when you're in those meetings, take it all in because life is going to be what it is right now when you're in Nashville and you're working and you won't have it. But at least for me, soak it in and do everything because I said, this is it for me radio-wise. And every day I go into iHeart, that's what I'm doing. When Whether I arch over to the FM side or we're just on the AM side, pop in with LaDonna and Ted or see Lozano or Cabana Boy or all our buddies, right? Rickards and, and Cookie. Like, I just, I took it all in. So on the day when it ended, I was so completely at peace with it. And I think that was the fun thing the other night. Like I was saying... Like when he's playing the dance and you're like, fuck, man, this I've heard the song a thousand times, yeah. but it'll never hit me like it's hitting me right now. Like I, I was able to take that and, and make the most of it and not have to wait three years. I think, yeah, for for what this show has been through, people we've lost that have meant a lot to us, uh, we've become a lot more aware of what, what we're living and when we're living it. Exactly right. I would say, for me, it is uh, being content. Being content with my friends, being content yeah. with where I'm at, being content with what I'm doing. Yeah, it's great. Where are you uh, not welcome anymore? Is there any place where you are not welcome? Dave, I would not think I'm welcome at the extra Christmas party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would think, right? Yes. And that's too bad, because I like Fletch. I'd like to meet him. I love yeah, Jimmy I'm, Russell. Fletch is a good guy. I met him. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Russell's a good guy. I fucking love Darren Smith. Yeah. Darren yeah. Smith was like, as much as we fucking kill him about his dopey show, I fucking love that kid. Yeah. Like he, I don't, I think he knows, like, I hope he knows what, you know, what you did with Stevie Woods, Mike, you know, CS, Jimmy, Jim Trotter, uh, all those guys did for me at a really, really difficult time in my life, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I fucking, Darren, like I said, that night, he and I went to, he and I, I gotta think if we went to high dive one night or two nights. I don't remember, but high dive right up Moreno Boulevard. But yeah, man, I, I'll, I will be loyal to that fucking Stevie Woods yeah. to the end, man. You, like I said, Mike, all those guys. So yeah, I love Marty Caswell too. Like Caswell's cool. Uh, uh, no, but I, 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 listen, if I went to the extra Christmas party. Yes. I, Marty's nice to you. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. But I, I don't think I'd be hanging out at the table with Marty. No. But I, I could absolutely sit and fuck around yeah, with, of course. with Darren forever. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then uh, Jimmy Russell's great. But I, I don't know, Schaefer. Hart, dude, I could just go to listen to fucking Hartman. What am I doing? I would just go listen. How long can you stay there listening to Hartman? Don't give me that shit long time. You son of a bitch. You guys kept pushing them off of me in San Francisco. Six minutes. Yeah, okay. It's not even one segment's worth. Six fucking minutes. His first segment of the day is like 24 minutes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. That fucking, you know, I go back and forth. I mean, we've had no, so many. A, it, it's Hartman's a guy I'd put in here. I was just going to, could we? I don't think he'd ever have time. He's busy as fuck. He's going to have to drive that fucking he, smart car down true, here. But the, yeah, it's true. With his American flag on it. Yeah. I think that's the car he's still driving. Yeah. Do you even have his number? Yeah, I think I do. Hold on. How, yeah, let me see. Hold on. Let me check this out. That's funny as fuck that you just said that. Yeah. yeah. He, he would be. <laughs> dude, who would talk longer without a break? Hartman, Him. Hartman or Bill Walton? Oh. I do have Steve Hartman's number. Steve. By a mile. I do have it. Hold on. Yeah. I do have it. I got to think. I just want to tell everyone it's an L.A. area code, so Dodger lover. He is. (laughs) I heard he said he's in, uh, did you hear him say he's in episode four of the Lakers thing? Is he really? Yeah. Oh, good. No, Like on the radio. I haven't haven't heard it. Honestly, it's not a shot at Steve or Darren. I just haven't heard the the stage in him forever. Yeah, he said he's, uh, I think he said episode four, he's on the radio. Yeah. And he says something that pisses off somebody. Okay, good. No, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, have you? Did you finish watching the first one? No, I. But I will tomorrow. Yeah, we'll finish watching it before you get on that plane. It yeah, is, I dude, will. I, for lo- sure. I can't tell you how much I love that show. I was yeah. completely amazed that I enjoyed this it, show. I, a lot of people have said that same yeah. thing. Yeah, that Holy is great. Shit. It's really good. Really good. All right, so we're back next Thursday. Have a great time in Toronto. Thanks, brother. Well, yeah, it. we'll be back uh, Thursday night, and then hey, next Friday, uh, we're doing a team night out at the Gulls game. So I have not been to the Gulls in a long time. I'm looking forward to getting out there. Taking a, I'm going with a bunch of the buddies from Upper Deck. We'll be out there. But if anybody's out at that Gulls game. And the good thing is, Dave, uh, because my kids are out of town, uh, they're not going. I'm going to Uber to that game. There you go. So I'll be having a few beers at that fucking there you game. Go. So maybe uh, Pete can give you a ride home. Uh, Pete is, I got a card for Pete, Nick Delorier. So I'll try to remember to bring okay. that up for him. But nice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you back here uh, next Thursday, and don't forget to check out Heritage Classic Sunday. Good deal. Oh, man.
attitude better go away A five-cent video game put a smile on my face That stop sign was rather large, but I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard I 